All right, welcome back to Legend Cast, everybody. Legend Thursday here. We're gonna recap everything. Jeez. Uh, <coughs> <coughs> wow. Today, recovering it all. Bradley Chubb and Rokon Smith traded, as well as many other players. Did Sam Ellinger play as expected on Sunday and capping it off with tonight's game, the Eagles versus the Texans, and so much more on this great Thursday. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Good, good, man. Excited to dive into the business of the pod and, uh, you know, vibe out with the boys. Drinking. One word for this pod, drinking. Uh, that, that's, uh, that's what it's called. Drink. What's the last time? When was the last time Andy drank on the pod? Mm, I don't know. That's Been a good a question. Been a while. Nah. 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 All right. Well, I guess we're gonna cap off um, Sundays here real quick. Um, I don't have the schedule in front of me. I'll pull it up after I get to this point across. But the first game of Sunday, the Broncos won, flying across the pond against Jacksonville in some late night heroics. Uh, Denver gets the win. Late night heroics. The game was at one, boy. It's at late game heroics. Late game heroics. Whoops. Late game oh. heroics. Um, well, did you guys see anything special out of the uh, Denver out of the Denver Broncos this, no. this past Monday? No, it was so bad they put it on ESPN Plus, so like barely anyone. <laughs> it could was watch so it. bad that they put. You know, they are always talking about growing the game internationally, bro. They didn't even have the game on national television. It was a paid premium service. That's where the game was on. Yeah, it was, it was, oh, the game so, was that fire, bro. It was so bad that they took the London game. Which is basically a prime time game, and put it on ESPN Plus. That's crazy. That's crazy. The fact that Russell Wilson had to get off a of national television and go across the pond to win a game. All right. Well, I guess you guys' <laughs> points have been made clear. I mean, I don't. I, the Russell Wilson. It. The Russell. Can't tell you a thing about it. Yeah, the, Ru- the Russell Wilson woes are still a thing. It was literally the Jaguars. No one knows anything about it. So. It's the defense, baby. Well, I mean, yeah, their defense is good, but. <laughs> is it? The defense isn't good. The defense, defense is amazing. But it's amazing. But, but you know, we're talking about this later in the pod. Trade deadline. Still, we still, we still. Kicking ass on defense. One man ain't gonna change that. But moving on, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Miami escapes in Detroit. One o'clock game last Sunday. Um, they, I mean, thirty-one twenty-seven. The they lines lines are playing teams tough, but they just can't find to win games. It's just typical Detroit Lions. We'll get into the Lions later on. But um, what you guys take away anything from that close game in Detroit? No. Once again, Detroit's been the same Detroit this year. They'll keep playing well, but keep losing games at the end of the fourth. Um, I'm I'm kind of surprised it wasn't a bigger loss for the Lions. So I'd say, like in a loss, it's kind of a win kind of thing. I thought the Lions were gonna get blown out. This is like the fifth time they've done this kind of shit this right. year. I feel like so it's just like a repetitive. They didn't score a single time in the second half, and they only lost by four. It's the yeah, same thing. <laughs> same shit. That's it's so crazy. sad. So sad. Like they're um, we got we got a couple more games to talk about. I'd like four more four more games here. I'd like to talk about um the Jesus the Raiders put up a fat old donut 
Try in action. New Orleans, 24 nothing. Kamara had 40-plus fantasy points. Um, Devontae had, I think, one catch. If that, I don't even think he had a catch. Uh, the Raiders just sucked all around. Um, and Kamar, Kamar beat them single-handedly, so... Yeah, I mean, when when your star receiver has one reception for three yards, um, I, there's just not a lot you can do to win the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, another another fantasy boom. AJ Brown, forty plus points in fantasy, thirty five to thirteen. The Eagles remain undefeated. They play tonight. We'll talk about that later. Um, it was against the Steelers. Steelers is two and six. Um. But Jalen Hurts, man, he, you know, I wasn't a fan of Jalen Hurts coming out of college. I thought he was just going to be one of those dual threat guys that, because, you know, he lacked time. He, dude, now li- listen to this. I'm not wrong. He, he, pocket, pre- pocket presence has gotten a lot better, but he oh, holds on to, he holds on to that ball. He's the long, he holds on the ball more than any quarterback in the NFL, but it doesn't matter this year. He is coming into that's why I traded Jalen Hurts in Dynasty. I was like, man, I just don't trust the guy. I don't trust him. He's doing good, but I could get some value out of him. But now I regret it. Jalen Hurts is him. And AJ Brown is him. That Eagles offense is incredible. That defense is incredible. Philadelphia, what what we what we got actually what what we got in Philadelphia right now? What we got? Hey, man, I mean, like everybody else that follows the NFL, you should be high on the Eagles because they're that good on uh, on both sides of the ball. I think Jalen Hurts is an amazing leader. He's an amazing locker room do- guy. Nick Sirianni is coming to Philly, and he's really owned the Philly uh, head coaching spot. You know, he he's, he's original. He's not trying to be anybody else. He is himself, and uh, the guys believe in him. The guys have bought in. Um. I agree with Jack. What Jack said. Um, I like Jalen Hurts since he was at Alabama. Uh, you know, dreads Jalen Hurts. You know, was that guy way back in the day and in Oklahoma? Was that guy? Eagles. He's that guy. He's like the most humble dude out there. Um, yeah. Also, I like Eagles to dominate tonight. Um, and he's gonna pop off on national television. So. We'll we'll get to that game later, but I, I agree know, with you on that. I, I, I agree with you on that to, for tonight's game, but we'll get to it. Man, I, shit, man. We're going to talk about one more game, and then we'll get into the main topics here. Christian McCaffrey, the first player since 2005. Lindanian Tomlinson, the Hall of Fame running back. First player to catch a receiving pass. First running back to, catch, to throw a touchdown pass and a rushing touchdown. First player since 05 to do that. Christian McCaffrey is shining already in San Fran. What's the take you, on what's the you, take on CMC, man? You put great talent in a great offensive scheme, it's gonna work out just incredibly well. Um, you put less pressure on Debo, so like in George Kittle, you get an actual running back that's dangerous like that. And San Fran's always been good with running backs, but you put like a Jeff Wilson to a C Mac like that upgrade, like. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a difference right there, bro. That shit on me. I, that it is like, especially at a one week, or I mean a second week really. But like coming in, and getting a passing touchdown, receiving touchdown, 
and a rushing touchdown. Like, yeah, C-Mac's back. Like, he was on Panthers with, like, Cam Newton. That was when he was dangerous. You know, now he's dangerous again. There was an offense in, in Carolina the last couple of years, obviously. Now there's an offense he's in, and it's, it's there. Yeah, and then, with, and then with Trey Lance coming back next year. Yeah, I'll just be it. Trey Lance uh, stock might be rising. That field will be just so open. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I really just want to echo what Andrew was saying about a great player and a get, great scheme. Shanahan's going to do everything in his power to 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 they went out and acquired CMC. That means that they are going to have every intention of using him to his fullest potential and CMC at full potential is a scary man and I am I am worried for some of these teams defenses to get exposed now and through CMC's career. <laughs> yeah. Well said, well said. The 49ers set out to be the best team in the next 10, like, five years. They might be. In the NFC West. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, This is one of the main topics that I put down just because I was just so disappointed. The Battle of Ohio, Cleveland versus Cincinnati. Um, I had a safe bet, and the Bengals didn't score 17 points, so I lost. But I'm turning it around. I am red fucking hot on betting right now, and it's unbelievable. I've never felt this kind of energy when I bet because I always lose by one leg, but now I'm winning, and I'm winning at a higher rate, and I'm so much money and profit right now. It's unbelievable. But anyways, the game disappointed me. What do you guys think about the Battle of Ohio? I don't know what that ramble is about, but all right. That little gamble ramble. Gamble ramble. Uh, hey man. Gramble. Happen. Gramble. Um Yeah, I don't know about that Monday night game. Um someone named Connor Williams, aka soft ass bitch. Um excuse me, Connor, I love you. Um I just I just want to mess with you. Um said the uh Super Bowl, what do you say? Super Bowl like hangover. Like, I definitely think Bengals are definitely not going to be there this year. Like, they're not going to be the teams. And, like, you can tell they have that special run, but they need this type of year to, like, a kick down in the face type year. You know, just absolutely not. They probably won't win that division. They expose how bad they can be. They might win that division. They'll, they'll be in the playoffs, but they're not going to have a run again this year like they did last year. Who's in like, their division? Ravens, Steelers, Cleveland. Ravens have been so weird. Ravens been weird, but I bet they were a weird team. Bateman's out now too for the season, Bateman's or at least not the season. Year. No, he's out for the year. Out for the season. Okay, I couldn't. It was it was Michael Thomas that's just on the IR. Gave him the key. Sorry, thank you for Derrick Henry though. My God. Yikes. Please. Hey, Derrick Henry. <laughs> That that was bad. I know my I know the Kamara <laughs> trade was pretty bad, but that was bad. That was a bad trade. But anyways, here we go. Um, a moment that you guys probably been waiting for. It's the Sam Ellinger play as expected on Sunday against the Commanders. I'm, I mean, he had one bad fumble, but I mean, let's be honest. You have Pittman who gets a 
who gets a little um, wide receiver. Uh, gosh, I can't think of the word. Can I get a run? Your, uh, jet sweep. Jet sweep. Thank you. Had a jet sweep at the like two yard line. He cuts in too early. He gets hit, and they're short. I feel like inches. And then, you know, our preacher slash head coach called a shotgun for Sam Ellinger to hand it off to JT. It's like, Sam Ellinger played pretty well. He had over 200 yards, made a deep throw to Alec Pierce. Like, everything was there. But you get this joker of a play caller calling plays on the sidelines. It's like, what the hell are we doing? Like, what are we doing? And then, what are we going to do? We're going we're gonna to fire the OC and then, oh, it's all on me. I'm the play caller, but I'm going to take more responsibility. Scapegoat. Man fires mama for a scapegoat. And that's what the thing is. Sam Ellinger is going to struggle more this year because of this guy. And I and I like Sam Ellinger, but this is not going to work out just because of the Frank Wright situation. You know, I'm, I was on here last week. I was talking about it, but I'm like, no. After that last week performance by that play calling, absolutely everything's a scheme with this guy right now. This is a joke. It's an absolute joke. Yeah, I... In terms of how well Sam played, I think it was, you know, I, that it was good to see. It was great to see. It was something to work off of for sure, especially for a first game. Uh, but like you said, I think Frank's going to hold him down as the season progresses. I think the, the play calling, who knows, maybe Frank, <laughs> hope to God Frank learns something from that first game and with Sam, like, hey, man, we probably shouldn't be running shotgun at the one. Um because that was just Too part arrogant. of it. No, uh, yeah. I don't know. But I, my opinion is kind of all the same of what Andrew said. I'm not going to beat a dead horse here. But I, I think Sam played okay. I do think Frank's going to limit him in terms of his ceiling for the season. Um, I, I didn't watch the full game. But I watched the beginning. Good for you, though. <laughs> I watched the beginning, and he, I think he played all right. I mean, he got, I don't know how many fans, but it was like seven or some shit, but he did. I think he did play well. And then when you guys were down at the end of the game, Michael Pittman dropped a 25-plus yard ball that was beautifully thrown. Beautifully thrown in stride right you know, right right here in stride. It was a beautiful thrown ball, and Pittman dropped it. That was, I mean, who knows what could have happened if he made that play because you were only about 25 yards away from field goal range. But it is what it is, man. But Sam Ellinger, I think he played well. But now we get down to business. The trades, all the trades. Yep. We have, let's see, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 10 12, 14 trade. Well, 14 players traded. 10 total trades, which was, uh, I saw the tweet that it was, it's an NFL record. It's the most trades to happen on a trade deadline day ever. I believe that. Because I don't remember the last time people getting traded like this. Right. It, it was very NBA-esque in terms of a deadline day. But I guess we could go down with the uh, notable ones here. Um, Chase Claypool is now a bear for a second round pick. Ah. Ah. Oh, 
club. Le- I, I guess I don't know how to evaluate. I don't know how to put a value to Claypool because he's had a 40-something-year-old quarterback noodle arm fucking throwing. I guess no, not noodle arm. Big Ben wasn't really a noodle arm. But then, like, all this QB trouble since Big Ben retiring. You know, like, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I Do I think Fields could benefit from having a receiver like Claypool? Yeah, he's super young, and he's still on the rookie contract, like all this stuff, and it gives Mooney's kind of some – uh, wide receiver room competition and all that stuff. So I, I, I don't mind it. I, I think it'll benefit the offense. I just don't know if a second is too much, right on the spot. I, I don't know. As if, if I was the Colts, would I want to give up a second for Claypool? No. Absolutely not. I see Andrew. I see Andrew mouthing no. Uh, I I don't think so. I don't. I think a two is too much, uh, way too high. Absolutely <laughs> is. I mean, you have George Pickens. Oh, like, let's let's hear me out here. George Pickens. They're both they're both you know second round pick, or Claypool for a second round pick. Like, who would you rather have Pickens or Claypool? I think with that trade, it made it pretty obvious who they think is a lot better. Talent, and you got Clay. You're leaving a TikTok boy out there to go to Chicago. You know he'll get a first down with 38 seconds when they're down eight, and he'll first down. They won't take the ball to the line of scrimmage to get a like. He's not. He's not a guy that I think is mature, especially with all the things that he does. It seems like. So yeah, I. I, So the TikTok era is gone of the Steelers locker room. The TikTok boys. I I have Claypool, but like, man, that boy's whack. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You post some wacky stuff, man. Well, the Bears traded for someone, but they also got rid of someone. Brokon Smith. Big, big deal. Ravens got a huge piece right there. NFL's leading tackler right now, Brokon Smith. Yeah. Linebackers. That. W's across the board for Baltimore. They're acquiring him. So, what was it? The Bears just didn't want to pay him, pay him the contract he wanted. He, he also he, wanted out. He wanted out, but then he all of a sudden he was this week. He was surprised that he was traded. The, the dude requested for a trade, but was surprised at the same time. Maybe he just didn't think it was going to happen on the deadline day. Maybe he thought it was going to be like earlier on in the season. Hmm. So when it got down to it, Still. he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna leave." Yeah, I, I mean, uh, Baltimore's defense is gonna benefit from it this, obviously. It. Yeah, it needs it. Honestly, oh, didn't pick up a receiver for. Yeah, here we got another one here that was a big eye roll, eye opener, mouth drop, unexpected, but it's classic Detroit. T.J. Hawkinson, Pro Bowl receiver or tight end. Traded to Minnesota. They traded into the division, which is an NFL no-no in some sort of way. It's like an unwritten rule. But Hawkinson is out in Detroit. Goes to Minnesota with Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook. Um, As my dad is a Lions fan, I haven't heard anything on it from my dad. I, I, who even knows if he knows that TJ got traded. But... Uh, it just doesn't make sense. Like, I don't understand. Like, he, what do you guys think about this TJ Hawkinson trade? 
Uh, uh, like you said, you know, obviously the, it's like the unwritten rule of the NFL that you're not supposed to trade, like, at least your elite players to your divisional opponent. You know, like, Ben, you know, there's 53 men on a roster. You're going to have overlaps in divisions and stuff. But, like, you're not supposed to trade your elite guys. And TJ Hawkinson is, you know, the second most elite receiver that they have outside of St. Brown. Or he might be number one on top of St. Brown. I don't know in terms of, like, you know, ability to uh, catch the ball and stuff like that. So, uh, Hawkinson was in, an elite player for the Lions. So, trading trading him to a divisional opponent is just questionable. But... I mean, Minnesota, they, they went after him because Irv Smith, they, they, they just put Irv Smith on the IR, so he's done for however long. And uh, so they went out and filled the void, and they took away it from their divisional opponent. So I, that's a win for, for the Vikings. Yeah. I don't know what – so I don't know what the plan for the Lions is, though. So – I like TJ Hawks. I don't know how we don't know how good he really is because of his teammates, like quarterbacks wise over the years. Um, but he's not like your great receiving back. Like he's not like he's not a guy that's going to get you a whole bunch of yards every game as a tight end. He's just not. That's not him. Like I mean, yeah, he'll have a couple hundred yard games, but I mean, this year he's had a 38, 26, 18, 6, 48. I mean, his offense has been on fire. He had one week over 100 yards this year. I mean, yeah, they traded him to the Vikings. They got a second, third, second round pick and a third and third round pick. That's a lot. That's a lot for a tight end. That is a lot of picks. I mean, two good picks, I think. Um, plus a contract year is coming up, not this year, but the next. If you can get picks for a tight end, okay. All right. You get good picks for a tight end, that's you take it. And you move on, you want to pay him in the upcoming years. Um, and he wasn't the main focus of their offense. I mean, he's a good blocker, but he's not a receiving receiving guy. Like, he's really not. I mean, I, I don't mind it for the like, uh, Lions, to be honest. I mean, I think it's good for the Vikings. You might be able to see TJ really explode, but I don't know. I don't think the, I don't think the Lions got hurt here, in my opinion. Hey, okay, we got a couple more trades to talk about here. Um, Calvin Ridley, who's suspended for the whole year for gambling, is now traded to Jacksonville with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, this is this was one that I didn't see coming at all. I don't think anyone saw this coming. Calvin Ridley going to Jacksonville. Huh. Nice little snag for Jacksonville, to be honest. I, I mean, I I think that's a quality move. I think it's gonna bring some bit a beneficial, you know, wide receiver work in Jacksonville. Um, Calvin, because Calvin is is he still got it. It's not like he's slowing down. It's not like he's old. You wide receiver one, in my opinion. Yeah, he's gonna be wide receiver one over Kirk for okay. sure. Kirk will be a solid number two and all that stuff. I don't know what their other room, uh, their whole wide receiver room looks like, but. Yeah, I mean it's Christian Kirk and what's it like Marvin Evan Jones, Ingram, baby. Hey ah. Jones, there's no receivers over there. You get Calvin Ridley as a wide receiver one, Christian Kirk becomes better. Uh, so yeah, beautiful, beautiful. All right, the Colts trade Naeem Hines to the Bills. 
for Zach Moss and a sixth round pick. Um, Naeem Hines has been with the team for quite a while. He's now in a star-studded Bills team. What you guys think about this Naeem Hines share? I think it's going to work out perfect for him, you know, receiving back with Josh Allen. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah, without a doubt, um, I think it's going to be beneficial to Hines, and I wish him nothing but the best of luck in in Buffalo, and I hope they are able to win some games, and I hope he's a part of it. And um, you know, I I think the Bills are quickly going to find out his talents, and I think they're going to easily be able to draw him, draw draw him up some plays, some beneficial plays for the offense. Unlike us here in Indy, I guess we were ever we weren't ever able uh, to find out his full potential, use him to his full potential. It's really unfortunate. Um, it's just the way that it is. It's it's sad that we have to do this weird feeling rushed trade for a trash running back and a six-round pick for this locker room guy that all of a sudden just wanted to leave. I mean, he said he said he said he felt last week was his – I watched his first interview with uh, Buffalo. I don't know if you guys have seen the video. Yeah, I saw it, yeah. But he straight up said after the last game, it, it just like he, he knew he wasn't going to be on the team anymore. He was done. And how does a guy go to get to this point when he's like the number one of the number one locker room guys? So there might be some – even more fucking drama spicing up. Who knows, man? Who knows what this off season off season is gonna look like? It might be a slaughterhouse. I think with uh, like looking at the contract situation for Hines, um, like you said, he wanted out, and yeah, all that is horrible. The only thing, the positive thing the Colts get out of this is they save some money. Um, because Hines did have a contract, not starting this year, but next year. He did, they were going to be paying him almost more than double, almost triple what they were originally paying him. Um, so that is quite a bit of a jump. I mean, you're tripling his pay amounts. That's the only thing that's like, okay, the Colts saved that contract, I guess. So, like, they don't. I guess. In the, in the hard thing, too, in the NFL is, like, how do you trade a running back? Because, I mean, a running back is honestly, it's the least, and I want to say the least important. But it's it's hard to trade a running like look at Cam Akers. Cam Akers didn't want to be there anymore, and now he's stuck. Like no one wants no one wants a bad teammate running back. Like and Cole, I, now look, I don't, I don't agree with the trade. I think the sixth round is not good. The only thing I can think of it is contract. I mean, it's the last day for it. They don't trade him now. They have to pay him. That's the only reason I think that is the only reason I would think Ballard did that trade. Um. So Andrew, did you did you feel this this weird sense of like why are they doing this huge just rush rushed effort to trade him? What what is what is the reason for him? What is well? What is this? Maybe it's just a layer deeper. What is this whole reason for him just randomly not wanting to be a cult anymore, and putting us in this situation where we're like. Wow, we actually do have to trade him in twenty four hours, or we're gonna pay this guy that doesn't want to be here anymore triple the amount. Well, no offense to Hines, I mean he's not a number one. He's not our guy though. No, 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 no. That's like, 
We weren't using is, is that is that Hines' told. expectation is going somewhere yeah. and being a number one? No, no, no. I think Ballard. Well, Ballard's told we weren't using him, right? So why pay someone in the next two years over ten million dollars? They're not yeah. paying. Yeah, that was a big trade. I think I think like I was gonna say, I think Josh Allen and Neheims are gonna be nice together. You get him on some wheel routes at that mile. That, he's quick. He's a quick dude. Like, he can run down there twenty two miles an hour. Quick dump offs too. Yeah. Bang bang. He might want to be one of the faster guys in the league. So like, yeah. I think they don't really have that. I mean, Singletary is okay, but he's not as fast and explosive as Hines. You put Hines, you put Hines the slot. Go go Diggs, Davis, Hines. In my opinion, do it. Hmm. Interesting. But a uh, final trade that we're going to talk about here. Bradley Chubb is traded to Miami for a first-round pick. That's San Francisco's and Chase Edmonds. There was more in the trade, you know, details, but those are the three main three main pieces. Um, Broncos get a um, speed back that will work well with Javante, and they get back a first-round pick that probably won't be as good as the well. It won't be as good as the one that Denver originally had. Um, the, the Seahawks will have a better trade or a better pick, but they get a first-round pick back, San Francisco's, and they get a speed back in Chase Edmonds. What, what, what we think about Denver's move here? I, I, I'm not going to lie. For some reason, I can really see Russ and Chase like clicking. I don't know why. I don't know what if that's going to mean anything in the offensive scheme of things, but I, I can see Chase Edmonds working with Russ really well. I think it's big for the Miami defense. I think Miami's a good team. I think they get a good pass rusher. I think this is. I think this is a move by Miami to really say they're in, all in, to maybe have a chance to get the wild card spot and actually make a run in the playoffs. I think I like Miami. I think Miami can be dangerous. I think they can definitely get a wild card spot after Buffalo and uh, they can make a slight run. Yeah, but I mean, goes last year kind of like how they made a run. I like I like the deal oh. with both with both teams. You know, Bradley Chubb did sign an extension for Miami today. It was like 110 million dollars, um, which is a great deal if he can stay on the field. You know, Bradley Chubb hasn't been staying on the field at all. His whole career, he's only played 49 games, and he's been in the league for four and a half seasons now. So not the not the best resume, but Broncos get a first-round pick back. It might be a late first-rounder, but they have one now. Um, Chase Edmonds, speed back, which is, you know, I've been saying this since day one to you guys. Like, if we get a speed back that works with Javante, that's going to be a dangerous duo. So more offense uh, upgrades. So yeah, I think it's I think it's an even trade for both teams, and it goes it works well for both teams. So I think it was a good good done deal. Do you think the Broncos defense gets a little worse after Bradley Chubb leaves, or do you think they? Mm. I mean, I think I mean he's not been on the field a lot, like you said, but like as a total group, I mean they have to get a little bit worse, right? It 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 does get a little worse, but if Jewel can stay healthy, which again he he can't stay healthy, but when he's on the field, he's amazing. Uh, Baron Browning is turning out to be a, a very very good linebacker as well. He's had a couple picks this year, a couple sacks. He's all he's a speedster at linebacker. He's a great linebacker. Um, they do get a little worse, but I think if 
Jewel can stay on the field. It'll be we'll be just fine. But as far as you know, if I'm George uh, Payne right now, I'm drafting O line and linebackers all damn day. Mm. But O line's big for for us. I think to keep him healthy the next few years and give him give him some time. Yep. Here we go. The finale, the one we've all been waiting for, is probably going to be very, very, very quick. But the Eagles versus Texans tonight, Thursday night football. Um, I'm just going to go out and say that the Eagles are going to beat the shit out of Houston in ways that we probably won't be able to describe on this podcast. Um, I have a bet. I have a bet tonight. AJ Brown scoring a touchdown. Miles Sanders scoring a touchdown. Jalen Hurts is scoring a touchdown. And fuck, maybe the Eagles even is going to score touchdowns. It's going to be absolute domination in every aspect of the game. <laughs> hey, hey. And that's it. <laughs> Eagles total points 50 plus. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Holy shit. All right. <clears throat> for, for, for the pod, we got to build a, a, a no sweat. Thursday night, uh, same game. Uh, oh fuck! I already did it. God damn it's it! Right. We could just do it. All right. I well, mean, you, you well I can't. Know. Well, yeah, you can't. But I'm saying. I'll that. tell you. I'll tell you mine. I'll, I'll start. I'll tell you mine. Bit. Okay. Well, go ahead. Then I'll AJ listen. Brown over sixty-four and a half. Little slideies. Little slideies. Uh, Jalen Hurts over two hundred. Um, Eagles money line obviously, and then I had Miles Sanders under one hundred and four and a half rushing yards. That was my four legger. Okay. That's all right. That's respectful. What's the payout? Uh, I put five on it just to you know build that bankroll. I know you guys are giving me shit for like you no, I ain't I ain't ever do that. That's <laughs> only Andrew. But the 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 full payout's thirty. Five gives me thirty. No, I didn't. Let's see. Let's see. Am I able to bet on? Well, since Jack's looking. Jalen Hurts anytime. Miles Sanders two tutties. Pierce eighty oh, yards. AJ Brown seventy yards. You said Miles, AJ. You guys really go in on these no sweats. <laughs> oh, heavy, bro. I'm just I'm just talking about we can. Yeah, I got Miles. I got Miles Sanders in dynasty, so he gets two touchdowns. So be it, man. Give me them two tutties. Two tutties. Jalen Hurts tutty. AJ Wait, Brown's Miles. Miles Sanders two. Yeah. They gave Josh Jacobs three touchdowns last week. Okay. And then... Uh, you said A.J. Brown, Tuddy, too? Oh no, A.J. Brown, 70 yards. That was 70. Damian Pierce, 80. $10, no sweat. It's $1,200. Damian <laughs> Pierce, 80. There it is. Russian there Randy. it is. That's when it just goes out the window. Hey, it's ten dollars a bag. All credibility lost. Okay, hold on. I'm resetting now. I'm resetting now. That's y'all's crazy now. It's ten dollars, bro. Why are you trying to make ten on a forty? Bro, you can make ten on a a thousand. Are you getting that ten back? You I get one percent of that twelve hundred. <laughs> if you if you follow. Okay, well hold I'm not on. Not a Fanduel no more. I would say it. So let's start over then. Mile or Jalen Hurts Tuddy. Yeah. Miles. Miles Sanders two. Eagles, four, Brown. Eagles fourteen, by the way. Minus fourteen. Minus fourteen. AJ Brown seventy. Uh AJ Brown or receiving seventy. Pierce Brown, eighty. Pierce eighty. 
because Cook's not playing. It's someone else not playing, so they hand it off to Cooks. Uh, you're saying you're saying Pierce eighty rushing. Yeah. Nah, eighty touchdowns. No, eighty receiving. <laughs> I thought he was asking about receiving. Eight, eight eighty-seven. There it is, folks. Parlay of the history. Eight eighty-seven. Ten bucks. Eighty-seven. Yeah, eight eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. What? The payout. Eight hundred and seventy. Yeah. Eight hundred eight hundred and eighty seven. How's how's our odds so different? What are you using? Because you probably did it this morning. Yeah, I did. FanDuel. Um I mean I can just I could just do that. Yeah, no. Uh, that's what I got right now. Anyway. Okay. Well that we don't have to keep on we can move on to the next bullpen. Uh, there you have it. Thanks for tuning into the Legendcast, everybody. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Legendcast. And as always, we'll see you on Sunday for Legend Sunday on the pod.